Hey everybody, uh, happy Wednesday here and on another very cold day here in December. This is Completely Random with Nicholas Cushman and I thank you all for tuning in. Today's episode is based on articles that I've read that have been you know, posted either two years ago or even within the last month or so. These have been about who specific individuals would put on their Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. And that inspired me to start thinking about who I'd put, you know, on a Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling. And then I even thought further to break it down into specific categories. And today's episode will be based on who I'd put on the Mount Rushmore of women's professional wrestling. Now getting back into a little bit of history, um, Mount Rushmore, for those that know, is a major attraction in South Dakota, averaging over 2 million uh, tourists a year. Mount Rushmore took from 1927 to 1941 to carve and create and represents the nation's birth, growth, development, and preservation. And the creators of that decided that George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Theodore Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln would do the best job representing those qualities. Now granted, you know, it's been a long time since Mount Rushmore was finished. You don't know if now, if any thoughts or any decisions would have been made to, you know, add new names or if any, if anything would have changed based on those, you know, criteria. But considering, you know, the, the qualities of birth, growth, development, and preservation of professional wrestling or women's professional wrestling in this case, it's, you know, a couple names just automatically jump to me that represent these but you know for the next couple names do I, did I want to look more on the history side did do I want to look on more of the future side do I want to look at you know how many championships they've won how many you know firsts have they been a part of so you know it's not an easy um, decision but these are all you know based off of my opinion I was not persuaded by anyone else to think this way and I'm not you know trying to persuade anybody else to agree with me um, everybody you know has their own opinion on things and maybe you know maybe I'll inspire you to come up with your own list of who you'd put on a Mount Rushmore of anything really but I thank you all for listening to this uh, introduction here. I will be back with the next segment, introducing my four women of professional wrestling that I would put on Mount Rushmore. Stay tuned.
All right, everybody, welcome back. It's time for segment two of the show, where I reveal my four women that I would put on the Mount Rushmore of women's professional wrestling. Like I stated before, this wasn't easy. Uh, There are a lot of names to go through, you know, off the top of my head, and but, you know, came down to the most influential four that I could think of. And I'd like to start as my first woman on the women's Mount Rushmore would be none other than the fabulous Moolah. For me, you can't think about, you know, women's professional wrestling or professional wrestling in general without thinking of, you know, the fabulous Moolah. She had a career that spanned until she was 80, 80-something years old. I mean, that's crazy. She won the 19, well, 1956, she won the NWA World Women's Championship, and she held it for 28 years, something that in professional wrestling nowadays you don't hear of because there's so many, you know, wrestlers there nowadays that, you know, you'd want to see win a championship or people have short attention spans and will get tired of a certain uh, certain performer holding on to a title for so long. Plus, nobody's, I don't, wouldn't see a wrestling career lasting for 28 years. Even the men, man or woman. And she was 76 years old when she won her final women's championship in 1999. The oldest champion of all time. In 1995, the fabulous Mula was the first woman in the WWF Hall of Fame. Where, she, where she's also a member of the NWA Hall of Fame and Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. She debuted in 1949, and she officially retired in on September 15, 2004. She was the very first ever WWF Women's Champion in 1984. She was described as one of the greatest female performers to ever step into a professional wrestling ring and the most powerful woman outside of the squared circle. She's also been described as dominating women's wrestling for parts of four decades. To have a career that lasted that long and to, you know have the title reign for, you know, 28 years, you know, being a, you know, groundbreaker, you know, having the first to be a Women's Hall of Famer, the first to be a WWF Women's Champion at that time, to be prominently featured in the rock and wrestling era, and also to be the first octogenarian to compete in a WWE ring 
no record books or a Mount Rushmore of professional women's wrestling, in my opinion, can go without the fabulous Moolah. Next on the list is a name that all of you who are wrestling fans should know. She, you know, is kind of a trailblazer in her own own right. She, you know, still occasionally makes WWE appearances, has her own, you know, brand, her own yoga brand that's fairly recognizable. That's none other than Trish Stratus. In her time, even though that record was broken, she was a seven-time WWE, I guess, Divas champion, or you could say women's champion in general. She was a three-time hardcore champion, which during the Attitude Era, you saw, you know, so many different individuals win that that title, but it was, you know, cool to still have uh, Trish involved in that way. She was a trainer on WWE Tough Enough. She was a member of the 2013 WWE Hall of Fame. She's cited as an inspiration for several women, such as Natalia. Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Michelle McCool. Just to list a few. You know, when she first started in wrestling, I didn't think much of her because she was, you know, a valet for Test and Albert. You know, never really got, you know, physically involved in wrestling matches other than, I guess, getting powerbombed through table a few times but it was her hard work and perseverance to just always do better and always you know be better that allowed her to be one of the most recognized women's champions of all time but what's also cool about Trish Stratus is her involvement with charities you know outside the ring she was involved and still might be involved with Ronald McDonald House the dreams take flight and she is a proud supporter of the Special Olympics and, and finally in my research about Trish Stratus she also was involved in the first ever women's main event on Monday Night Raw in 2004 all qualities that I listed you know all of her accomplishments made her a worthy and obvious choice, in my opinion, to be on my Mount Rushmore of women's professional wrestling. My third woman that I'll put on, you know, the Mount Rushmore is a current name, has a name synonymous with professional wrestling, and that is Charlotte Flair, the daughter of... 16-time world heavyweight champion Ric Flair she had you know big shoes or in this case wrestling boots to fill but from her beginnings in NXT you clearly see that she had something special 
She has this athleticism, technical prowess. Uh, She has mic skills. She can act well as a face or a heel, which is allowing her to, you know, not only step out of her father's famous shadow, but to create her own legacy as well. In 2016, Pro Wrestling Illustrated named Charlotte Flair Woman of the Year and the top professional female wrestler. She was the first to headline a WWE pay-per-view event in October 2016. She also headlined WrestleMania 2019 with Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch in a uh, pretty, I guess, popular but also semi-criticized triple threat match for the Women's Championship. She was involved in the first ever Women's Tables, Ladders, and Chairs match. She is currently the record 10-time WWE Women's Champion, breaking, you know, Trish Stratus' record. She was also the inaugural WWE Women's Champion. Now, there's, there's a difference between the WWF Women's Champion and the WWE Women's Champion because before the WWE Women's Championship, it was the Divas Championship, but they decided to disband that title and create the WWE uh, Women's Championship, which is now the Raw Women's Championship in its place. You know, within the last several years, women's wrestling, especially, well, thanks to part of the, you know, WWE, has really, you know, been revolutionized or revolutionary. We've seen the first women's tables, ladders, and chairs match, the first women's Hell in a Cell match, the first women's Money in the Bank ladder match, the fir- and the first women's Royal Rumble match, just to name a few of the firsts. Now before I go and list the last woman I'd put on the professional wrestling, Mount Rushmore, there are a lot of names that you could, you know, put on this list that you could possibly interchange with any of the, the three. Names like Gail Kim, who's had a long uh, wrestling career, has done well in WWF, WWE, and Impact Wrestling, multiple-time champion. You could look at Jacqueline, who made a name for herself in the independent circuits and, you know, is listed as one of the most, you know, influential uh, women's wrestlers of all time in terms of, you know, what she could do in the ring and what she would do to help and train women outside of it. You know, you could look at, you know, Sarah Del Rey, who really, you know, made a name for herself too on the independent circuits and is now 
um, one of the trainers in NXT. You know, there's names such as Lita, who very strongly could have made this list in terms of her athleticism, you know, in terms of her high-flying ability, the story that she could tell in the ring, you know, her character, you know, with the, the Hardy Boys and, you know, getting, you know, her involvement with Edge, you know, her heel turn. You know, she was just, you know, this one-of-a-kind, larger-than-life character. But here is the fourth and final woman that I put on my women's professional wrestling, Mount Rushmore, and this could be a very controversial name. But for my final selection, it's China. She was the first female enforcer of any faction and she was involved in Degeneration X she was also the first woman and the only woman that I know of right now to win the Intercontinental Championship and she's scored wins against some of the top male professional wrestlers of all time, such as Jeff Jarrett, Chris Jericho, and Kurt Angle. China was the first woman to ever be in a Royal Rumble match, which inspired the likes of um, Beth Phoenix and Karma, who now goes at, goes as Awesome Kong, to be also be involved in a men's Royal Rumble match. She was also the first woman to be in a King of the Ring tournament. And something I didn't know is that in the course of her career with WWF or WWE, she was the number one contender to the WWF Championship, the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship, the WWF European Championship, and the WWF World Tag Team Championships. She's described as, you know, breaking down the norms for you know, female wrestlers, you know, getting involved in um, men's matches, wrestling with, you know, men and defeating, you know, men in, in matches. Something that, you know, nowadays, if I guess if that would happen, there'd be a lot of defense possibly taken to it. There'd be, you know, possibly fights for equal rights or discrimination even though if you watch impact wrestling you'll see that tessa blanchard is almost being treated kind of like china was tessa blanchard is involved in a lot of well matches with you know men being able to get in the you know squared circle you know with them and being you know treated as an equal but that's my women's professional wrestling, Mount Rushmore. Uh, stay tuned for my closing statements and my announcement about my first guest here on Completely Random. All right, everybody, welcome back to Completely Random. It's time for the big announcement. 
On Monday, December 16th, my latest episode, my next episode of Completely Random with Nicholas Cushman will feature my very first guest. He is the author of Free For All. He is also the head pastor of St. James Church in Montgomery, Alabama. He is Mr. Lester Spencer. We will be talking about his book, Free For All. We'll be talking about grace that he describes in that book, examples of you know, how he's followed what he's written about and how his church family has embraced the writings in Free For All as well. We'll also hopefully get into where you can uh, purchase his book if you're interested, and hopefully you can learn you know, a thing or two, because I'm sure I will. I hope you all have enjoyed this Women's Professional Wrestling Mount Rushmore episode of Completely Random with Nicholas Cushman in my ongoing series. My next series will be the top four tag teams that I will put on Mount Rushmore. Hope you all have a great rest of the week. Again, this has been Completely Random with Nicholas Cushman. Take care and God bless.